With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Hey, everybody. I guess we're on. We're coming on. Oh, we got problems. We got some serious problems going on here. Uh, all that and more tonight. That's the new intro. Hope you're excited. So you got a plan tonight or what? Fuck yeah, I got a plan, man. I got a radically hellacious plan. First, we get like a shitload of tall cans, right? Then an eight ball. No, quarter OZ. Fifth the jack just to take the edge off. Then we spark up the thick, relacious ganj bud to get those chicks all horn dogged out.
everybody we're live tonight yes body bags line the streets our streets are all over america tonight there's body bags being zipped up currently with your friends and your family members and your children being poisoned by the mexican cartel and the chinese through fentanyl the body bags are stacking up today as we speak 1300 people lost their lives today of fentanyl overdose in america the body bags are stacking and stacking higher and higher and higher and the zip we just keep zipping the bags don't we we ain't gonna fix this problem we're just gonna keep zipping the bags and putting the gas in our pockets aren't we the body bags lined up nothing more chilling than seeing a body bag being zipped knowing a life is gone for what just wanting to go out and have a good time can't have fun anymore man the drugs are poisoned especially here in Vegas man there's people there's people just laying dead on the street and people just walk right over them it's the craziest thing I've ever seen I decided to go to the strip today and I've lost all I'll grip on humanity first can we do something with these mentally ill people? Can, can we do something with them? Seriously, these methamphetamine that are just crawling the strip. The cops are constantly throwing these guys in the fucking cop cars. They're harassing. And what is with the guys playing heavy? Like to, today I walked by and there's a guy, some dirtbag playing heavy metal all day. Just heavy metal guitar riffs. And then you go up the street a little bit farther, there's a guy playing Seinfeld bass riffs. And it's just noisy, and there's so many fucking people. My God, the amount of fuck. It's Tuesday afternoon, and there's it's like New York City out there. Vegas has never been this busy. Vegas is is thriving right now. You can't get a cheap meal here anymore because they don't have to lure you in with a cheap meal. Places are booked. People are spending money, including me. The local con artists around the city. I don't know what to do anymore. I don't know what to tell you. Uh, if I ever do drugs, I do have a fentanyl testing kit I bring with me at all times. And I test my drugs. I learned a long time ago from Ron Wood from the Rolling Stones. He told me the reason Keith Richards never OD'd is because he had a test kit. And if there was other foreign substances or articles in there, he would never shoot it up. He would only shoot up clean drugs. You can literally take heroin every day for your entire life and nothing will happen to you nothing if you have clean natural heroin and you shoot it every day into your veins with a clean needle if you went to the doctors every day and they had clean heroin and they shot it into your body there wouldn't be one heroin overdose in America the overdoses are coming from junky shit basically I mean let's just be and now they're throwing the trank in 
And motherfuckers are just standing there now? Just standing there, pissing their pants, can't move in a drugnotic state? And they're like, Johnny, why do people do drugs like that? Why do you do drugs like that? I'm like, I don't do drugs like that. Uh, we had a, we, I mean, I had a little cycle back in 2016. I was just dating a weird chick back then. But we got, I, I, why I'm so upset tonight over this fentanyl shit is for those that you've been with me this whole time, dating back, you know, 14 years ago, uh, two years before that, we used to do this show called the, the Insomniac 420 Special Hour for two years in New York. That was our New York show when I was back in New York. And that was my very first uh, dive into podcasting. That was before we even created the network with all the programs and the wonderful shows and the wonderful people. Isn't it just a wonderful network? My girlfriend, Chloe, at the time, she's the one that set everything up. She's the one that set all the computer stuff up. She set up all the um, – the technology was terrible when we started. The fact that I can do this show – Literally, a, a decent-sounding show. It's really been sounding – I mean, the overall sound of the show? I mean, just sitting here with a phone, not using a recording, just me and a phone and a headset actually doesn't sound that bad. That's how far technology has come. So she's the one that basically helped me start it. She's my girlfriend, and we used to fight on air all the time, and we'd get into fist fights. She stabbed me once. We decided to part ways after a good friend, Nick, got shut out in front of the studio. It was too traumatic for both of us to even uh, go back into that studio. I never went back in that studio after that, that night that Nick got shot. Mr. Gers was, uh, man, I, love, I miss old Gersey, you know. Uh, Nick, damned Nick. That guy was, oh, that, those shows... I wish I could find them. They're gone. We got banned. We were the first. We got canceled before anybody got canceled for the shit that happened on that show. One day, hopefully, maybe we can uh, go through Chloe's uh, files because um, apparently last night at uh, 2.32 a.m., she was pronounced dead. at Methodist Hospital in southwest Nuremberg, West Virginia, where she uh, was living with her husband and their two children, one-year-old and three-year-old. Dave and Christopher, David and Christopher, the two little cute kids. And uh, I just got a chance to talk to her. Uh, before I went to jail, maybe about six months before I went to jail, I talked to her, and she said everything was going great, and she had not. She's just stopped doing meth, and, and apparently they fell on hard times, and she had to start dancing again, and next thing you know, this is from what I'm hearing secondhand from just, you know, all of our friends in, in the inside circle of our uh, network. Uh, even though I don't talk to anybody, we lose one of our 
once you're a part of this network, you're you're part of the family. You know, sometimes you don't just you just don't talk to family members. You know, sometimes we move on. But uh, we do want to remember Chloe tonight because she is basically the one responsible for me being on right now. But apparently, she got um, she fell on some uh, on a wet surface at a at a grocery store and uh fucked her back up really bad and they gave her a bunch of painkillers and then just like the story we hear so many times the medical bills piled up it bankrupt the family she had to fucking when she could finally kind of stand up and barely after a night of drinking and, and hitting some Vic, vicodins down she started stripping so the meth started again she started cheating on everybody she started uh Second guy's dicks for drugs and smoking crack and like going full Johnny Cush. Literally everything that I do, that's basically what she's doing. She's dead. She's dead. She died. She got a uh, hot shot of fentanyl. Apparently she thought she was shooting up some some heroin and uh, got a hot shot with some fentanyl and she's dead. She's dead. Chloe's dead. Uh, you know, it's it's a very bittersweet night for me, and it's tough to broadcast when you find out that uh, somebody that you were romantically involved with for, I was with her for around, uh, I think, about four and a half years. We moved from Texas to New York with me, and uh, so rest in peace. I feel sorry for your husband and your two kids, and uh, that's why, you know, I don't understand people that put their lives at risk that have children at home. That doesn't, that doesn't, I, I don't understand. If I ever became a dad, knock on wood, I, oh, it doesn't happen. I, I try my best to leave my kids on the sheets. But my days of party, it would be completely over. Completely over. I ain't going to sit and fucking spike up in front of my two-year-old. I ain't going to sit and dance on glass in front of uh, my three-year-old daughter. You know, I mean, I, I'm not going to get drunk and violent and beat my wife up in front of the children and scar them for life. No, I, I would straighten out. But, you know, once a party, I always a party. You know, you can't – you can only fake it for so long before the uh, – I don't know how to describe it, the itch. You get the itch. You can pull it off for a little bit, but one night driving home, you got that husband. It's kind of a limp dick. You didn't like anyways. You just you just need somebody to pay the bills. Now he's out of work and he's a fucking piece of shit. Anyway, home you're like, oh, do I really want to go home now? I just worked a full day shift at fucking Denny's. I'm gonna stop up and have a drink. Then have a couple of drinks, and then a guy will come in and. Wink at her and make her feel sexy again. Next next thing you know, she's fucking doing rails off a toilet seat. Getting banged in a dive bar bathroom. Well, it, it hits that button. It resets your brain to a... It just... It, it just I don't know how to, descri- how to describe it to normal people. And they're like, how can you describe it? And that's the best. It's like somebody just hit a button. Where you just say, you know what, I'm sick of everything. 
fuck it. I just want to feel good. Think about all the bullshit I have to deal with every day. That's what the button is. When that button gets pushed, it's hard to stop. And, you know, I, I do promote this kind of lifestyle. I think this lifestyle is, is a lifestyle worth living, but I think you need to smarten up if you're going to live this lifestyle. And the first thing you need to do is go on Amazon or you can go to your local drugstore and get some fentanyl test kits. That's the best way to do it. You have to do it today, though. And I'm talking you're buying Molly. I'm talking you're buying uh, ecstasy. Uh, if you're, it's even starting to show up in the weed. So buy your weed from um, a dispensary. And Mercy George just sent us a friend request. Thanks for interrupting the program with that. You got to be a little more careful nowadays with your drugs. The drugs are the drugs have been tainted. They've been tainted. Paul said the drugs have been tainted. They're no good. You can't get them anymore. We're going to have to stop touring because the, the heroin is bad. It's terrible. It's just garbage out there. And with the dark web, quote unquote, or you can secretly order all drugs on Amazon right now. Uh, you can get any drugs you want. The problem is Especially going to Mexico too. That's the other problem. When all the California guys were coming back and uh, you know getting some Vicodins, and uh, next thing you know, they're fucking dead on the toilet like fucking Elvis because it's, they're full of fentanyl. The fentanyl is going to rip you up. And that's the other thing too. I see a lot of these girls coming in from all over the country. These sorority girls, these you know the hot girls that have to keep pulling their dresses down because they they keep showing their ass. The ones that decide to wear heels and decide to try to walk 30 miles on the strip. These chicks are coming out and buying ecstasy from these fucking douchebag fucking meth heads on the street. And they're full of fentanyl and they're fucking getting zipped up at the end of the night in a body bag. They're zipping them up left and right. Your daughters, your hot little daughters with the bright future. Future breeders to... You know, frat boy douchebags, frat bag douchebag breeders, so we can keep them sororities filled up with douchebags every 18 years. Wait, those girls are dropping dead. They're dropping dead left and right. And if you're going to come to Vegas and you are going to party and you are dumb enough to take street drugs, everything you want is at the dispensary. You want to get horny? You want to party? You want to be... There's a, there's a bud tender pointing in the right direction of the marijuana that will do the same exact thing that you're risking your life to do. You want to get horny? Here's some hybrids. You want to go to sleep? Here's some indicas. You want to stay up? Here's some sativas. There are a lot of... A lot, a lot of alternatives to, to people in... States where marijuana is illegal recreationally. And people don't have to spend $400 to get a license to get weed. But the weed is safe. It's fentanyl free. And you can have just as good a time on weed than you can as ecstasy. Ketamine. I've tried them all. 
I've tried them all. Honestly, if there's anything better than weed, I do that every night. But I don't like cocaine. It's not good for you. Not healthy. You know, you start smoking meth. Next thing you know, you're out. The, you're out snapping flyers on the strip and sleeping in a storm drain. That, that's that's what happens to you. Well, you can just get some fucking 99.9% THC dabs, sativa, and that will get you fucking higher than any meth fucking rush you'll ever get. The word out. You know, you can do, you can fucking smoke a 99% THC indigo, and there's no difference between getting that peak high and being high on heroin. Well, let me take that back. You'll never be, there'll never be any drug as good as being on heroin like the first two weeks. But trust me, just skip the two weeks of heroin ecstasy and just stick with some indicas and that'll give you the same effect heroin does. There is an option. Well, I'm so angry tonight. The originator of this program is dead. Because in a stupid-ass fucking state, it's illegal to substitute marijuana for those drugs I was talking about. The doctor is the reason she's dead. Not drugs. The doctors that prescribed these drugs back when she initially got in that car accident, that uh, slipping accident. Then she got in the car accident three years later. She's okay. She just fucked up her car and her kid broke her and her uh, infant got her leg broke. That all turned out on the up and up later on. But uh, I just it's tough for me tonight. Chloe was a beautiful, a beautiful chick with a free soul, but she could not. She just, she couldn't be a mom. She just couldn't be a suburb sweetheart. She just, that wasn't her. But we do have to um, pass along some other bad news. Um, the debut has been pushed to July 1st. And you're asking me why? Why? July 1st now? I, we were all excited about a Thursday relaunch. I was too. Who's not? Who was not excited about this launch is Blog Talk Radio. Not that they want to pull the show or anything like that. We have to get more bandwidth. We crashed last night. We we crashed. We had $121,000, 121,000 listeners last night, which is a record. And it completely crashed. The whole live show crashed last night. Crashed the whole network. It wasn't... We didn't have enough bandwidth. I don't know what they call it, bandwidth or whatever, so... With an agreement with Blog Talk Radio, we're going to hold off another month until we can get the the uh, servers updated. We're updating servers, and uh, it's going to take another month till we can connect into these bigger servers and service the size audience that we have. I want to stay on this network because they've been nothing but good to me, and I've been nothing good to them, so it's been a very good partnership, and they asked me to hold off for a month, and I'm like, you know what, we can do that. 
There'll still be we're still going to be doing shows this whole next month, but it's just not it's just not going to be the final product. But so there, there's the bad news and the good news because that gives us more time to get ready. I think I'm going to hire this kid from Full Sail to be our producer. I'm going to think about it tomorrow. But one thing I'm never going to do is go on that goddamn strip in the afternoon. It is awful out there. People are awful. It's an awful, 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 awful scene out there. Where do these people come from? It's nasty. Stay away from that strip. If you like to have a good time and don't want to spend a lot of money, stay the fuck away from that strip. Oh, my God, it is just sucker born every minute. The guys are grabbing the flyers, paying these guys 50 to 100 bucks to get these special VIP passes to go to the club. So 90 seconds. She yells at me 90 seconds. We've got 90 seconds left in this broadcast. I've done everything I could to kind of keep it together tonight. My mind is kind of swimming. Just found out 20 minutes before we went out about Chloe, and it's kind of blowing my fucking mind. But kids, and if you are going to go out and party, get some of that shit you stick in your nose. I don't even know what it's called. But as a professional house, I know what that shit was called. You can get it at Walgreens. So if one of your friends does fucking start passing out and foaming at the mouth and start puking out of her nose and everything, uh, you can save her life with that stuff. Look it up on the Google. But I just want to say uh, my condolences, and I, I, I really feel sorry for uh, the loss of Chloe. Um, we are still honoring the percentage of ownership of Corey, so we will continue um, to send money. If we make money, she will get her cut still, even though that she is uh, deceased. And honestly, I haven't had the time to uh, really compute this. So we'll do a very special show. I'm trying to find the old the old footage from the old Insomniac 420 Happy Hour program. If anybody has it, any fans that have been with me that long and still have it, let me know. Because I'd love to revisit the uh, the fights and the fun that me and Chloe used to have. That was even before the Fur Coat Club. That was way back in the day. That was in our New York studios. But we'll move on. I'll see you guys tomorrow night. This one goes out to Chloe. Beautiful soul, beautiful woman, misunderstood. Maybe a touch of mental illness here and there, but all in all, good chick. I feel sorry for your two boys and your husband. and We'll do anything we can to help uh, your family uh, get through this financially, emotionally. And uh, I will let everybody know as soon as we know about any of the funeral. It is just so new. It's so shocking. It's uh, it's not it's not really setting in right now. But I just want to. It's tough. I did love that woman at one point in my life. Now she's dead. It's weird. She was 37 years old, dead just trying to escape the pain of a a life she was trapped in, a life that she couldn't handle, but wanted to escape just for a little bit before she came home and 
made her kids breakfast in the morning. Well, I guess well, Christopher and David, I guess they're going to be um, going to be hungry this morning. Mommy's not going to be pouring them their favorite cereal and uh, and poor kids and poor kids. Tough. This one goes out to you, Chloe, and uh, good night, everybody.
All right, everybody, welcome to the post-show, post-live show, after show for the podcast listeners only. And uh, just sitting back, having kind of a montage through my mind. Isn't a montage fun? I love having montages. I love to get really, really high, put on some music like that, let it take over me, you know? It's one good thing about the human, it just to be human sometimes, is just sit, have the cool desert air blowing on my nuts as I got my feet up on the uh, railings, naked sitting on my deck, having the fresh air breeze right on my taint. But a montage is, is fun, man. I, I love it. There's nothing better than zoning out, almost meditating. I don't call it meditating. I call it montaging. And I just, you know, just thinking back of those two years we did together on the show until that terrible night that uh, it was a terrible night. It ended everything. One of her friends was dead, and uh, the relationship was over and the show was over and that spawned the marijuana happy hour but she is the original basically she is the one that said you know you should do a radio show you got a you got a warped sense of humor you seem to fucking know everything about everything you've read every book ever written I, I've when I was in jail I can't even tell me any books I read my eyes still hurt from all the reading my brain has so much information in, in it. And she goes, you should do a show. And we did. And it was very, in those days, it was very successful. We, were, we, had, a, we had a pretty good audience back then. I mean, this is, this is right when podcasts just first started. And we, we were pulling in 2,800, 3,500 people a night. And we were very happy with it. I never thought it would ever get to this point where we're breaking servers blew my mind so hopefully I didn't we have enough servers now to, to get to handle the audience we had last night so we can't grow our audience anymore so don't tell anybody yet okay but uh, they've guaranteed us quadruple the bandwidth starting on July 1st so I'm very excited about that and it also gives us an extra 30 days to promote the show so the show is going to keep going though I mean we'll do a show every night until July 1st. It's not like we're not going to do a show until July 1st. It's just the quality of the show. And like I said, we got Michelle Stafford coming uh, July 12th at 3 p.m. And um, we have pushed our other uh, main guests. I'm going to tell you, one of them is Tony Danza to uh, the kickoff show on July 1st. So if you want to hear Tony Danza, get high. On our show, he's going to be in the studio, or my apartment, I guess we would call it. So if you like Tony Danza, July 1st, you better tune in. How much time we got left here? I, I This post-show, after-show, sometimes it's confusing. we got 42 seconds. Okay. We'll be back again tomorrow night, more news, and uh, we'll have a lot more information on Chloe, uh, funeral, and whatnot. Good night, everybody. So you got a plan for that or what?
Fuck yeah, I got a plan, man. I got a radically hellacious plan. First, we get like a shitload of tall cans, right? Then an eight ball. No, quarter OZ. Fifth the jack just to take the edge off. Then we spark up the thick, relacious ganj bud, get those chicks all horn dogged out. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.